RadioInfluence.com. This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. Uh, a lot of things going on in our world. Hopefully, cannabis is easing some of the pain and crap that we're going through right now with this coronavirus. Um, I know people are definitely heading to the dispensaries for sanity. Uh, whatever way you do it, uh, it's up to you. Um, pretty sure there's plenty of studies that let us know that cannabis is better than alcohol. Uh, hopefully you believe that. There's plenty of studies. Um, and if cannabis isn't your thing, that's fine. But that's what this podcast is about. It's about uh, education and learning because we're all learning. We're learning new things about cannabis every single day, every single week. And I'm um, trying to get it out there and make sure people are making the right decisions because, you know, there's, there's lots of decisions to be made. And cannabis making some advances. And it's also, they were taking some steps back in some situations. Um, I didn't really know this. I'm not a Yelp guy. Okay. I don't think I've, I don't even, I don't even know how to get to Yelp. Okay. I wouldn't even know how to get to Yelp, but uh, what I thought it was more of a food type thing, and I guess Yelp uh, is is a big uh, in the cannabis world. People use it for dispensaries and see who has good strands and stuff like that. So I guess that's cool. Uh, Yelp was announcing the policy change. Um, it states that the company had unfortunate news and they're removing both the business highlights and portfolio advertising options from cannabis related businesses. Now, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. They're doing it immediately. Uh, but Yelp was one of the only few um, effective advertising channels available uh, for legal cannabis companies. It's not you can't you don't hear a lot of cannabis commercials. You don't hear a lot of people talking about cannabis on television. I'm on radio. There's quite a few restrictions. You don't hear about dispensaries on the radio. So there's still a lot of limitations. And you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think it's a big deal, but uh, the Berkeley Patient Group, which is, I guess, the longest-running cannabis dispensary in the country, told uh, Marijuana uh, Moment uh, on Wednesday that they're already seeing a significant impact since receiving this news just a couple of days ago. So I guess Yelp's a big deal. Uh, if you didn't know about it, maybe it's too late. Um, we'll see if that ever comes back. But in, in, for the most part, cannabis is taking steps forward. And as you see that, you see a lot more, you see a lot bigger companies getting associated with cannabis and, you know, people speaking more openly about cannabis. Uh, HBO is obviously a pretty darn big company. HBO was partnering up with a major marijuana business uh, to market a line of promotional cannabis edibles and gummies. I read this. I didn't really believe it at first, but then it, it, it all makes sense. We're, we're getting there, okay? And basically, uh, this HBO, it's a series, and they're pushing gummies, 10-milligram THC gummies um, made by the company Kana, K-A-N-H-A. And it'll be available at select California dispensaries um, or delivery from Ease. I guess that's a delivery uh, service probably over there in California. We're not quite there yet here in Florida. Um, but basically, it's uh, a show coming up. It's called Close Enough. Uh, it'll be streaming on HBO Max starting July 9th. I will be watching it. I actually watched a trailer. 
Uh, it was funny. It's like all the other crazy Morty type things. You know, it's vulgar and there's a lot of adult stuff in it. So it's something that I would watch. But that's coming out July 9th. And I think it's a big deal when HBO and Cannabis or Cannabis Company link up. Because uh, it's always going to be a huge moneymaker. It tells you that HBO and all these companies aren't scared of cannabis. And that's what we hope going forward. And uh, they're all trying to make money. And they're going to end up making money. You're going to have uh, weed enthusiasts uh, watching your show and being brainwashed in the meantime. So uh, I, I was watching, I've watched a couple different shows. And uh, one in particular would stop in the middle and they would have a commercial for Lay's. And it was a weed show. And in the middle of the show, I'll be damned if I didn't want some lace. So that's what they're doing. They're trying to get you to be drawn to their gummies. And it's about choice. There's a lot of gummies out there. They're all going through the same process. Some will be better than others. But we listen to uh, people we trust. So we'll see what happens with that. So that, that should be coming out uh, July 9th. Keep your eyes open. And once again, the name of that show is Close Enough. Now, for those of you that have been indulging in THC and CBD for the last little while, um, my history is not that long. I mean, it's long enough. I, I started smoking when I was 35. I'm 52 now. So I've been into it for a while. I, I started late, but I'm making up for lost ground. Um, lately, I've really shifted towards the edibles. Um, you know, with the coronavirus going through and listen, whether you're... Scared of it, not scared of it. I don't really give a shit. Wear your mask, you know, distance when you can and be leery of other people. But you have to do what's best for you. Um, you know, your lungs being strong is important. So if I can't, if I don't have to smoke, I'm not going to smoke. I still smoke some. I'll still indulge in the green. But I don't really do nearly as much green as I used to. Not even close. You know, so I just it's kind of a, an afterthought almost. Uh I don't really mess around too much during the day, having a radio show, doing podcasts, doing different business, you know, but after I get out the air at seven o'clock, you know, I'm ready to wind down Done with business, ready to wind down. And that's when, you know, people start getting a drink on and getting a smoke on. And, and that's when I was popping a couple edibles, calm me down. Maybe I have one drink and that's enough, but you no, know, that's what it's all about these days. It's a lot better for you. Everything's better than smoking. Although they've had studies that marijuana smoking is almost better for your lungs, but you know, I'm not quite ready to say that. But for those of you that haven't indulged, uh, obviously dosage is the most important thing. And oh, dosage is where everybody messes up. Uh, I've built a little bit of a tolerance to where I'm good. But every time I, somebody says, do you have any edibles? I'll, I'll, before I give it to them, I'll say, listen, I want you to go slow and don't act a fool. Because people that act a fool end up hitting that wall. I would say when you start, I would go from one, uh, and there's a list right here of dosages that people should start with, one to 2.5 milligrams of THC. Um, basically, that's just mild relief uh, from symptoms of pain, stress, anxiety. You could take one to 2.5 milligrams and exist in the world and be pretty, be pretty easy, okay? You don't have to be a smoker, not a big deal. When you get to 2.5 to 15 milligrams, um, now you're getting strong relief from pain and anxiety, symptoms, euphoria, impaired coordination and perception. That's when I wouldn't be messing with driving and stuff like that. Really, when you're taking edibles, I wouldn't really mess with driving to start with. I don't never have a problem with smoking and driving because I just 
it's just I don't it's not the same for me. Um, but when you're taking some edibles, it's a little bit different. <laughs> like if you're smoking, you know, you might get a head high or whatever. You're taking edibles, you may trip. Okay, that's the difference. So you may feel great, but you just your coordination is not quite the same. I've seen studies that people smoking almost drive better. That's not me telling you to go out and smoke and drive. It's not. But you can smoke and be as efficient as a driver as when you were sober. With edibles, I would say that's not a good idea. It's just not. And when you start talking about 2.5, milligrams, um, that's for people looking for good sleep. So that's why I do it at the end of the night. I've never been a great sleeper. Um, you know, I get up all the darn time and with the edibles, I get, I get a better sleep. I get a longer sleep. I get a deeper sleep, 30 to 50 milligrams. Uh, they're talking about strong euphoric effects, uh, significantly impaired coordination and perception. It's good for high tolerance THC consumers and consumers whose GI systems don't absorb cannabinoids well. So that's getting high in there. We talked to 50 to 100. Effects include seriously impaired. And that's when you, you better start shutting it down. You're talking about 50 to 100 milligrams of THC. Uh, maybe a little sexy time is best all you want to get into. But other than that, you ain't going to really be good at a whole lot of other than that. So um, you want to look into all those different doses and find out which dose is best for you. And that's important. Everybody's different. And everybody will build a tolerance eventually, and then you got to adjust accordingly. Now, there's tips because everybody who does indulge in edibles eventually will take too much. That's just the way it goes. I mean, it just, you'll take too much not knowing it, and you'll find yourself in a funny place. I've been there a couple times, and the advice I give people, and I've been with people like that as well, first advice is to tell them to be calm because... You know, the first thing they're going to be talking about is my heart is racing and I I, get, I, uh, I don't feel, I feel like my heart's going to come out. Just you tell them to calm down, that's a good start. Make sure they're hydrated and, you know, worse comes to worse. You give them a large dose of CBD um, and it sounds crazy, but CBD deactivates THC. So if you give them a large dose, something like 50 to 200 milligrams of CBD, uh, it could act, act as a partial antidote for THC and having too much. Lemon juice is found uh, predominantly in the rind and uh, lower amounts of juice. Uh, and you could actually use grated lemon zest and chew it and swallow it, and that is actually good. Grated lemon zest is good to reduce or, I guess, rewind the, feel, uh, the feeling of euphoria with THC. Hopefully you don't ever get there. Like I said, I've been there a couple of times, one time on plane, one time at home. I don't want to ever be there again. So I, I, I don't go there. I know how much and I know when to stop. So everybody will have a story eventually if, you, if you're messing with the edibles. So if you've never really indulged in the edibles before, that's something you can look into. It's not quite legal here in Florida, although I have my ways. Um, and like I said, just make sure if you go into it, you go into it responsibly. If anybody ever has any questions for me and you want to hit me up on an email, talk about cannabis, or like I said, I don't have all the answers. If I don't have the answers, I'll look them up and maybe I'll talk about them on the next podcast. But it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to my other podcasts as well. And the Ron and Ian show on 620 AM and 95.3 FM, Monday through Friday. And that's on 95.3 and uh, it's 3 to 7. So you don't want to miss that. But I appreciate you guys listening in. And I appreciate the fact that you guys 
want some education on cannabis, and that's what I'm here to try to do. Have a wonderful week and get out there and smoke or ingest something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. This is a place for my head quick picks on Radio Influence. The self-doubt thing, though. Um, yes, yes. It I, I want to dive in. Up. Yeah, I, I want to dive into that a little bit because, you know, I think it's something we can both speak from experience on. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about how I, I, I sabotage myself. For those who don't know, um, before I got sick in 2007, and I've talked about it a little bit, I, you know, I was a singer, uh, was at a surprise birthday party for a friend of mine. And I, I'm looking at this guy across the room. And he's there with his wife. And I'm just studying this guy all evening long. And I'm like, I know who he is. I can't place it, but I know who he is. And lo and behold, the guy's name was Brad Warren. Now, that may not resonate much with a lot of people, but Brad Warren is one half of the country band, the country group, the Warren Brothers. And they ultimately ended up the main songwriters for Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Pretty good gig. Yeah. So a buddy of mine grabs me by the neck and goes, come on, we're, go- we're leaving. We're, we're going out drinking. We're going to a karaoke bar. I'm like, okay. Well, we get there, get a few drinks in me. And my buddy goes, hey, you sing. Get up there and sing. <laughs> well, the rest of the night, Brad Warren and I entertained the bar. And we Very got badass. done. Oh, it was, it, was, it was awesome. It's like one of my, my favorite nights ever. We get done. He looks at me, gives me his personal cell number and goes, when you're ready, you call me. I Damn. said, yo, he's like, we can do this. Oh. You, do you think I ever called him? No, I don't. Of course but not. It's not because I don't, it's not because I don't think that you wanted to call him. I think your sickness got in the way of it. Self-doubt. Mm. I'm not good enough. <sighs> A place for my head with Brandon Thompson and Jerry P. Tuck can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>